Welcome to the Early Educator Podcast. We talk about everything that you need when it comes to growing your business, overcoming obstacles, and making an impact on not only the children in your care, but to your community and your family. My name is Blake, and with me to my left today, we have Cinta Hester, the Executive Director of Our Daily Bread CACFP. And today we have a guest, we have Kayla. Kayla is with Our Daily Bread as well. She is the public relation, relations specialist. So Kayla, thank you so much for coming today. We appreciate you coming by. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. I know it's been a minute since we made a podcast, but uh, we're here and we're glad to be back and doing these again. So I appreciate you guys watching. Be sure to check out our other episodes as well. We have plenty of other episodes. We talk about different topics and all that. And uh, we're excited for the future and what else we got coming up for you guys. And so, yeah, um, today's episode, like we said, Kayla's with us. She's our public relations specialist. And so with her, she deals a lot with um, just our overall relationships and partnerships we have with other um, educators. Oh, not just educators, but mainly like other companies, businesses, organizations, and stuff like that. And so, um, and Kayla uh, graciously volunteered to come on the podcast uh, just to talk a little bit about yes. just this topic specifically and and how it can um, it, it can help you all as educators in your field in different ways in very different ways um, and so yeah and so one of the things that I've heard a lot in just in my life so far I'm gonna be by the way I'm gonna be 30 this year it's gonna be I can't believe I'm gonna be 30 <laughs> three decades it's happening anyway um one thing I've heard yeah I'm, I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely what some people say young but I'm not I'm you know I, I can say I have a little experience now I'm getting, I'm getting there I'm getting to that point but one thing I have heard a lot is um they say it, it that life isn't just about what you know but it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot about connections, things like that. Um, and so I think Kayla will be the per- person to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, okay, I guess the first thing I want to ask, um, one thing um, that you said was important when asking me about this topic was like establishing like a healthy like rapport and like relationship with um, like for educators to be like parents and businesses kind of. And so, um, yeah, I was wondering to see if you, you kind of elaborate on that and kind of uh, give like what your thoughts on, on that and, and how they can have good, like good relationships and stuff with them. Yeah, absolutely. So at the end of the day, it seems like two different things, right? You've got relating to your parents over here, relating to your community over here. And then the you know, BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal of having partners, community mm. partners over here. Yeah. The, at the end of the day, though, it's all kind of the same concept. It's about establishing a relationship, keeping things relational and not transactional, transactional mm. and then nurturing that relationship over time. Mm. So what does that look like? Uh, with parents, it's just about getting to know them. It's about making sure you understand their needs and their wants and how those kind of intersect when they're interacting with you as a business. Mm-hmm. But then it looks really similar to that too when you are a business approaching other businesses wanting to work together. Mm. Um, it's about knowing them and letting them get to know you and building that foundation of trust over time. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, really good. It's really good. Uh, this is one thing I've, I've heard too. 
um, that I thought really made sense was um, I was at a, a conference once and they were talking about that. They're talking about our relationship with with like the people you work with or people who might potentially do business with you. And he said, like, they may not remember everything that you say, but they'll definitely remember how you made them feel. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's a really good point. Really good point. Oh, do you have anything? Well, and I think, too, in building those relationships, and like um, Kayla said, it's being relational and not transactional. And in doing that and building that relationship, you build their trust. And that's what it's all about, too, is you them learning to trust you, you learning to trust them, and just having that mutual understanding in mm-hmm. all that. So I do. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with what both of you said. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as a small relationship either. You never know who in your network is going to come around and be mm-hmm. able to help elevate you to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be just a parent of a toddler you have as a drop-in twice mm-hmm. a week. You never know. Yeah. Um, it's why you never want to burn any of those bridges if you can. But I hate to even think of it that way. You just want to lift up everyone you can in that relationship as yeah. many relationships mm-hmm. as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely that's definitely true. Um, so with that, um, with those relationships and having those relationships with like different parents or, you know, different people in business, or whatever. Um, you know, with that, like we just said, can come with like partnerships and stuff like that. And so, um, how exactly can someone um, get involved with having a partnership and like building a partnership with somebody? Do you have any? Anything on that? Yeah, um, I'd say there's two ways to approach that. You can look for existing networks that will help you connect to others, or you can start from scratch. Those existing networks are really a lot easier to get your foot in the door with. Mm I know throughout Tennessee, and there may be some in Kentucky, I'm more familiar with Tennessee though, there are this new idea of shared service co-ops that a Mm. lot of educators are taking advantage of. These are partnerships of businesses, nonprofits, daycare homes, childcare centers that say, hey, we all know each other, we all have services we can offer to each other, we'll give each other a discount within this shared service co-op. Getting to know someone inside one of those co-ops is a great way to meet others that also are looking for partnerships, Mm -hmm. as well as see what things you may be able to give back to the community. Mm. That's not the only way to get your foot in the door, though. If you want to start from scratch, the most important thing to do is look for someone that shares your vision and focus Mm. on that. If you are trying to partner with a business, if you are trying to even just market in general, you want to make sure that you're never entering into a partnership where your visions don't align. Never works Uh, out in the long term. Okay, yeah. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. Thinking thinking as far as like the vision too. Yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You have anything else you want to say about that or partnerships or anything at all? Yeah, I guess I would just bring it back to nurturing the relationships once you have them. Um, Mm -hmm. Partnerships are three parts to me. It's building your network. Then it's identifying the people within your network that would make strong long-term partners. Mm. But then it's also nurturing the relationships that you have. Don't let those fall to the wayside because you're so focused on going out and finding the next person to talk to. Mm. Your existing network is so important. It's kind of like when we were kids, the golden rule, make new friends, but keep the old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Yeah. It's good. Cool. So, um, 
Yeah, I know. I know one thing you mentioned as well. You mentioned um, that you want to talk about like kind of like our choice of words that we use. And so, um, could, could you go some more in that, like about using like you know what words to use, what diction to use, things like that? Sure. So, word choice and diction are so important, and even tone too. Mm-hmm. You never know how someone may receive what you're saying. So the onus is on you to make sure that you're watching that and on it when you are speaking to an employee, speaking to a teacher, speaking to Mm. a parent. Anything you can say and the way that you say it may stick with them. Mm. And there's an old saying I like that is um, the tree remembers what the ax forgets. If you Mm. say something a little harsh just once or they take it that way, you may not even notice, but they'll remember. They'll always remember and that will stick with them. Mm. I think this is especially important when you're communicating online or sending out an email because it's so much harder to convey tone over email than it is when you're sitting down one-on-one talking to friends. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And speaking to the point of, you know, you have different um, partners or you have different uh, community connections to know those people. Once you develop those relationships and develop those rapports, it's it is important that you get to know each of them because each of them are different. Their needs are different. Your relationships with them are different. And so once you do establish them and get to know them, you have to know you know, when you're, you're making those connections, whether it be through phone or through email, like you said, and when you make those communications, and it's so hard nowadays because you got email, you got text, you got all these different forms of communication. And when you do communicate, sometimes it can be relayed wrong or the exclamation or the all caps or the, you know, so you, so you mm-hmm. do need to be careful the way you uh, communicate with them. And you do really, really need to, um, once you get to know those partners, um, know how to uh, relate to them and know how to communicate communicate with them Um, because each person is different each relationship is different so you do have to be really really careful in the way you communicate with them and Mm. the way your visions your missions your things like that align with each of them like Koa said when you reach out to them know what their vision is know what their mission is beforehand and don't waste their time or your time if your missions and your visions don't align It's well said, and I'll um, even add on to that too. You want to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. You want to find where they are and meet them there. We had recently, I had been trying to secure this partnership for about three weeks, and normally I'll start out if it's someone already in our community, just with an email. We've probably already chatted before, maybe met at an event. This was someone like that, and I just could not figure out either who to email or what to put the subject line as to get them to reply to me. And it had been three weeks trying and trying and trying just to get someone to open it. I finally went down in person and Mm. managed to find the person to talk to like that. So if one method of communication isn't working out for you, don't be afraid to pivot. You have to meet people Mm -hmm. where they are and Mm. understand what form of communication works best Mm -hmm. for them. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty of that. Where I try to email somebody, call somebody and respond, and I just be like, well, I'll just chop it up, guess it didn't work. But yeah, that's pretty awesome though. They managed to get and go down there. That's just really cool. And I understand that relationship building takes time sometimes. I mean, sometimes, you know, relationships, they just click and there it is. 
you know, but there's other times relationship building, it sometimes takes time and you even making that communication and you're talking back and forth, emailing back and forth, but still to build that relationship and to build that trust and to build on that sometimes takes a while because mm -hmm. how long, if you think about it, how long does it take you to trust someone? Are you to build that relationship with someone, mm -hmm. your person? So think about how long it's going to take them to trust us as an organization or as a parent leaving their child at a childcare facility. That takes a tremendous amount of trust. Mm -hmm. So that's what we all have to keep in mind in these different relationships that we're building or different people that we're entrusting for different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. Yeah, maybe makes think of too when you talk about the people messages in all caps and stuff like that. <laughs> it's some, man, sometimes I'll look at something, and somebody will message me, and they'll they'll, they'll, they'll you, know, you know like they'll use like simple proper grammar, like putting a a period at the end of a sentence, and I see that period, and I'm like, what does that mean? What is, what is that? He put a he put a dot at the end. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, it is. It's it's funny how how texting has become its own language in mm -hmm, a way. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's be careful of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One thing that Kayla does as well with us and does a, is a really good job of this and is, uh, she deals with um, our like, newsletters. She knows those newsletters that we have to go out, stuff like that. And so um, I know you mentioned the newsletters. I wanted to talk about that for a minute. And so, um, yeah, you, what about the newsletter would you like to um, mention to everybody? What are they and how they can help? Yeah, absolutely. So a newsletter is what's going on in your business, what's going on directly related to your business and your community, mm -hmm. and what you think the audience of that newsletter needs to know right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I wanted to bring it up too. It all ties back to that idea of audience, knowing your audience, knowing the people that you interact with as a business on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. um, your newsletter should cater to them. It should not be written to... I mean, it is a marketing tool, but that's not its sole purpose. It's written for the audience to inform them and to help them. Ultimately, it's a tool of theirs, not necessarily a tool of yours. Okay. Um, so that's the approach I try to take with our newsletters here. I want to make sure that the information in them is something relevant to the people opening them, in this case, our educators. I want to make sure it's not too long. They've got busy days. Heaven knows starting at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that it gets in front of them at a time they can read it. We try to send them yeah. out around 5 or 6 a.m. so they could read it over breakfast before they open their facility for the day. Mm. Get to know your audience when you're looking at your newsletter, if you are thinking of making one or if you already have one. Mm -hmm. And figure out, again, how to meet them where they are. What information mm. do they need to know versus what do they want to know? What will they actually engage with? balance those make sure it's an even mix of both that's mm. the way to make it the most engaging um mm. i'd also add to track how you're doing and then adjust what you're doing if it's not working never be afraid to pivot it's not a failure um i mm. do that constantly look back at what i've done in previous months or even one month ago and i'm like oh man that worked so well what did i do differently why yeah. did that work well this time how can i do it that way again yeah so keep an eye on those keep an eye on your metrics mm. yeah that's really it's really good how, how can somebody like say they want to do a newsletter um sorry i lost my train of thought there a second 
Um, how can somebody find out exactly what um, their audience would need to know? Do you have any suggestions for that? Sometimes somebody want to, and they're like, yeah, I but I don't even know where to start, what to put in it. Um, do you have any recommendations on that and how to kind of find out what they may want to know or how to, yeah, how to get the information? Yeah, picking your content so hard. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely hard. That's probably yeah. the hardest part is choosing the topics, writing yeah. about them. That's the easy part. Nailing down what you're going to include is the most difficult part of the process. Hmm. For me, when I'm sitting down, I think about, okay, what is urgent? What is brand new and has not been published anywhere else? And what is relevant? You'd think relevant and urgent are the same thing. They're really not in this context, though. Uh -huh. If something is urgent, let's say it has to do with the fact you're going to be closed for the next week. You know that your parents usually open these emails if you use an email newsletter more than they check your Facebook page. You want to make sure that you get out to them that you're going to be closed. Or if the news is bigger than that, what if you're moving to a new location or opening a second location? That's mm. urgent. You want to make sure that you get it out right there at the top of the page for as many people to see as possible. Mm. Something relevant, though, could be that there is a community block party going on that kids get in free to that's benefiting a local nonprofit. Parents will care about that. It's something safe for their children to do outside of school. Mm -hmm. They'll want to know and come and know that you endorse it, too. It's part of that community building trust. Your endorsement matters to them. Using your newsletter as a way to get that across both strengthens your relationships with your community and mm -hmm. with the audience of the newsletter. Because now they mm -hmm. know, oh, I can look here for credible information about what's going on around me. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Because yeah, that's a tough part, coming up with what mm -hmm. to put in anything. Even with like social media or whatever, it's not a hard thing to do. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really good advice for sure. And I think it's great and it's important that it is something that's distributed first thing of the day before the busyness starts of dropping off children, um, greeting parents, um, you know, getting their facility ready for the day, grocery shopping, those types of things. Those are leaving their homes or those that are you know, working inside of their homes even. So mm -hmm. I think it's a it's a perfect time. Um, and like you said, it's, it's a very intentional time of distributing that. And the information that is in it is really part, pertinent. I, I love the fact that you said urgent and um, necessary, was it? The two mm -hmm. that you would think are the same, um, but aren't. They're very different. And mm -hmm. um, I kind of looked at those at the same mouth. <laughs> 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 Until you explained it that way, really, you know, yeah. so that that's great. It's really good information. Yeah. Uh -huh. To bounce off that, too, if you want to catch your audience where they are as an educator, time it for when parents are going through the pickup line at school. If Ooh. you know that a lot of the parents at your facility have school agers, aim to send out that email at 3.15 p.m. instead of in the morning. Mornings are crazy as a parent. They're mm. probably not going to slow down to read it. Yeah. I know the parents have time during pickup line though, or yeah. when they're sitting there, hopefully getting to the pickup line mm -hmm. soon, but it's been 30 minutes and they've got their phone <laughs> yes. out. Mm -hmm. Figure out what works best for mm -hmm. your audience and yeah. customize it to them. Yeah, that's Give really good. some really, really catchy titles. Don't just title it newsletter. You know, something that's mm -hmm. really, really catchy that's gonna catch their attention and when they open it, they see it's the newsletter. Then you have those really interesting articles that they, that, are, that they can read within the newsletter that really will 
mm-hmm. be interesting for them. That's a really good yeah. point. Um, mm-hmm. There's a journalism saying, don't bury the lead. If you've got a really big topic in your newsletter that month, make it the subject line of the email. Say it mm-hmm. right then and there. More mm-hmm. people will open it. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's yeah. true. If you're saying it, yeah, that's a really good example. Because if you call it like newsletter number yeah. number eight, instead of yeah. calling it that, you could just say like, I don't know. Like if, <laughs> if we have one, like, you know, there's a new waiver out or something like that. People, people would read it. Yeah. They'd, they'd just find what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's a really good point. Free yeah. money, you know, something. <laughs> you know, something really important. Free. Open now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it interesting? Not scamming. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good point. Good I'm messing. Point. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Okay. Oh goodness. But yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, th- these are really good topics. Mm-hmm. Really good to the point subjects too. Is, is there anything that you wanted to mention about that? Anything else that we might have skipped over or anything that you want to talk about? Let's see. Uh, there is one idea yeah. that it, the phrasing for it's a little weird. So bear with me here for a second. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of what we've talked about today can be thought of as under the umbrella of your external marketing. It's about reaching out to your community, building relationships with them, reaching out to parents, building relationships with them. Mm. An equal part of your partnership mindset though and of your relationships should be something called internal marketing. It should be your relationship with your employees, with your teachers, with your helpers. They're the biggest advocates for your business. If you can help turn them into an advocate or an evangelist, if you want to think of it that way, they will help build you so many partnerships and relationships you may not receive otherwise, and they'll Mm. drum up your business more than you would expect. Mm. Um, Nurturing relationships definitely isn't just for parents. Making sure your morale is good around your facility, Mm -hmm. making sure you understand your employees' wants and needs Mm -hmm. will serve you and them in the long run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. a really good point. And that's one thing that I, I think is very important is making sure that you take time to like to, to listen to people working within your company too. And to take a listen to them if they, they're having a bad day or having a bad attitude about something. Um, yeah, I think it's really good to kind of get a pulse on that and to help them, like you said, build a morale and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the, not only will, will they appreciate it, but like you said, then you know if they're in a better mood whatever then they'll they'll become a really good representation of like your your business and stuff. yeah mm-hmm. and word of mouth is so important it can start with your own employees yes mm-hmm. they yes. can just be at the grocery store and see someone who you know is struggling to find help struggling to find childcare right now if they get that word of mouth out there it's your foot in the door. It's someone else coming to your facility. It yeah. Start right there with them. You don't necessarily need a giant marketing plan if you have that word of mouth component. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, too, it trickles to the extra marketing, too, for mm-hmm. parents. If if you give parents a good, you know, morale boost and, and you're positive with them, have a good relation with them, they have, you know, people, you know, parents have friends who are parents, you know, some do. And, and so... And they talk to them, and they're like, hey, where'd, where'd your kid go? Then the, that could be the first place they go. You, you know, if you think about it, you want them to be able to say, oh, yeah, I, I go I go to, to Blake's Blake's Little Angels, and, mm-hmm. and it's a great place. They could either say that, or they could say, oh, yeah, my kid goes here, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't wouldn't recommend. We've had some situations lately, or the attitudes aren't great. You, you know, you don't want, you never hear 
you know, have someone say that. And so it's always good to treat everybody um, just really well and with respect. And, and if you remember, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we all have to remember, too, is whether you're working in a, a child care, daycare facility, or you're working for a company or an organization, work, being able to do that, to boost that morale and work together as a team and to really make internally your team happy um, and to work together toward that common goal. Ultimately, the children win, mm-hmm. regardless. And that's what we're all working for. And mm-hmm. so we have to figure that out internally some yeah. way we all have to do we we all do we have to figure that out because mm-hmm. we want the kids ultimately to be the winners in this mm-hmm. that's yeah. what we work for we don't work for each other we don't work for you know our boss we don't work for the management we work for the team i mean mm-hmm. the team works for the kids that's mm-hmm. ultimately mm-hmm. what we're pressing for is the t- is the kids yeah very true very true absolutely true mm-hmm yeah so, see, is there anything else that, that you all want to mention or Kelly want to mention or anything? I think that's about it for me. All Was there anything cool. else y'all could think of? No. Yeah, I think I'm good. Those are really good, really good topics. Yes, really good. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, if you if you just heard this podcast, 599. But that's not so <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. No, uh, but no, for real, that, this is really good information. Um, I highly recommend going back and listen to us again if you did. Um, it's really good information that can really uh, benefit you, and, and it's a, it's a huge thing creating relationships, and you know it's about who you know for sure. But um, yeah, thank you so much for for listening to this episode. And Asinta, Caleb, thanks for being on. Thank you. It's been thank a, you. a good time. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll see you guys right here soon. We'll have some more content coming out for you all. And so, uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time.